0: My name is Trent. I've been a juice junkie, juice junkie since my first juice listen. Juice junkie, what is this? That's
1: what a like. <laughs> Just a bag of dicks.
0: Just a bag of dicks. He was insulted that another team put a white guy on him. I think that's the
1: craziest <laughs> <rate> year. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Up something clear, and I'm already, oh, shit. already not a fan. There's nothing
0: in it, damn. It, sorry.
2: Oh, oh, okay, okay. I was, I was, I I was worried it. that you were hitting us with like gin or something. Oh, you no, can't no, we're good. Ice, okay.
0: So oh, right. I've done it in the past, but juice boys episode 15. We are crawling into today's episode. Joey's got flu, Chris hasn't slept in a day, and I'm just <laughs> the third turd. So, welcome to our madness. You are a well polished
2: turd, though credit where credit's due. Damn right. If I've ever
1: seen a well-polished turd. (laughs) Have you seen one? it. Yeah,
2: that is it. It's old McCoy. You're looking at one right now.
0: Actually, funny story. uh, My baby just had poop on the ground a few hours ago. I think it was... (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about polished turd. It was just in her butt. She was going to take a bath, and uh, she was crawling around, and then I turn around, and there's poop. And then it was, like, always sunny in Philadelphia
1: who pooped, ben? Who pooped the bed? Who pooped the
0: bed? Way to go, little juice lit McCoy. Uh, yeah. So, but anyway, welcome everyone. Three brothers in law, dumb enough to start a podcast, too stupid to stop. We're bound by the three Bs: betting, bullshit, and booze. Oops. Yes. How do you? That not sounds so excited. About... <laughs> <laughs> how do
2: you Jesus. You were reading f- that like head. somebody had a gun to your head. It's been a few weeks, guys. Jeez. It
0: has. But, We're in it. We have a sports docket. We got a big potato, which is our big topic of the day. We have a reader squeeze or two. We got a picks, And stay tuned to the end of the show. We might have a new segment called Wheel of Degeneracy. Mr. Pulp himself will take us into. But before we even jump into the docket, guys, I have to ask some uh, relationship advice. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Oh. So Halloween just happened. We buy the six-ton bag of Costco candy. Okay. Knowing that no one's coming to our door because we live in like a private drive that
2: no one's gonna. Come. Ooh, yeah, very gonna private, very yes. private. The McCoy family.
0: Yeah, so we're uh, like we at bought
1: the end of a cul-de-sac road.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like you got to kind of work to get
2: to our house. So, With but we still large, bought. No you have to like, a yes. Yeah, you have off. to know that the street is even there to know yes. to go down the street to then yes. saunter on into the darkness that is where McCoy has hidden his little.
0: So, anyway, no kids are coming. We still buy the $20 six ton bag of candy. Well, I may or may not be shoving this candy in my face at a high volume since we bought it. Oh, okay. But my my wife is on my ass about eating too much, but I think it's her fault because she wanted to buy the candy. So why is this my lose, fault? She
1: doesn't want you to lose your oh. figure, bro. You know she she expects you to maintain what I guess you currently have going into the holidays. Uh, come on. I mean
2: I mean she she paid a lot of money for a trophy husband. Yeah. <laughs> I, was wants, I was cheap. She wants that third turd very well polished and polished often. <laughs> so
0: you're taking her side.
2: So I need to stop eating. Every time I'm crossing this thing. No, I'm, I'm just setting expectations and saying that it's not unreasonable for her to want that trophy to still fit up on her shelf. You know. Well, I need you guys to reason- pick sides. What are her reasonings for you to not eat the candy? That I'm
0: just eating too much of it too quickly. According to who? Her. But she bought the bat. She wanted to get okay, the but, bag okay, knowing but, we were getting no. We were gonna get no one yeah, at the but,
1: house. Yeah, but okay. But so, but you're getting too much, too fit. So, but what's gonna happen? What is she saying? Like, don't do that. Or, I mean, like, if I could told you something, like, hey, Joey, don't drink too much, or you're gonna be a drunk asshole. All right, like, <laughs> hey, like, hey, hey, Joey, don't eat too much of that Mexican food because you won't get off the toilet. <laughs> so what is what? Hey, one is, more like, wing
2: might uh, tear a hole. Yeah, Joey, your stomach. stop
1: eating chicken wings. Uh, no. Okay. So what? What is the um? What? Why?
0: That okay. Why so you're on my side. That's what I'm saying. She so bought the candy. candy. I mean, I'm getting into winter form. So. And then this is a test if my wife listens to the podcast because I'll hear about it, yeah, or as, I won't as much hear about as I it. I
2: want to play the devil's advocate here. At the end of the day, like she married a guy who survived off of French fries for like the first <laughs> six, seven years of your relationship.
1: That like so true.
2: She knew that she was adopting a child while also marrying somebody at the <laughs> yes. same time. Okay,
1: but don't, but don't like, you like don't you like sushi?
2: I love sushi. Oh, he's not great.
1: the weirdest thing. He only French, ate French fries, fries, and fries sushi. But then He's like classic oh, one-two combo, sushi. guys. What?
0: I've gotten a lot better.
1: Oh, I know. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just saying. But when I, when you were, you liked sushi when you were in like your chicken nugget and. French I don't like chicken nuggets. nuggets. Chicken nuggets are disgusting. Well, then no, whatever it was, that, your French fry phase. That, that and I'm, I'm gonna, marmalade
2: I, sushi burger, right? I know. I know. McCoy's always in for a bacon marmalade burger. Oh dear who lord. Is, yes.
1: Who
0: isn't? All right. So the Juice Boys are taking my side. I wonder if that's a shocker to her.
1: No, I'm just saying, but just uh, there has to be a reason other than she doesn't want you to get fat. And then if you're just like, hey, I'm a man. All right, oh, I was that, that's it? Yeah, that's all i mean. going say, go. hey, I'm a <laughs> okay. man. If I want to get fat and eat and eat candy, then I'm going <laughs> to get fat and eat candy.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll report back. And if anyone else needs uh, relationship help, you can DM us or uh, send us an email. Absolutely. It, we, we can, can always help. Well, yeah. Oh, of course. They, yeah, we'll help out. Uh, what's our email, Joe?
1: Juice Boy Show. <laughs>
0: gmail.com. Again, what are we drinking, fellas? Oh, okay. a show. Oh no. Tree. Oh, jeez. Joey, what are we drinking? <laughs> well, first of all, you have to ask me how
2: I'm doing.
1: Joe. Oh. How are you, fella? How okay, is Joey? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit melancholy, you guys. Oh, no. Nice. Um, but at the same time, optimistic. Uh, I'm melancholy because I'm sick. I'm sick because we played a game out in the snow and got handily beat, ending our undefeated season and uh that's hence why i still have a beard uh but however we did make the playoffs so hey. so congratulations go huskies Canyon, didn't Hell win yeah. the championship, but eight and one regular season outstanding one of the best ones we've ever had and we are going to unfortunately because the seating in colorado is ridiculous we're the 15th seed, even with an eight and one record and uh we are going up to the powerhouse of holyoke up almost in Nebraska way. Oh, jeez! Um, Good for you. Yeah. Good so for we, you. So we'll report next week and we'll see if we can be giant slayers and, um, see if we can come in and, uh, you know, pull this mad- magnificent upset, which we almost did a few years ago, 15 to two. Oh, so, so well, man, if a bus,
0: uh, bus full of students need
1: a podcast, to listen to. So I'm talking about baby go Huskies. Okay. All right. What am I drinking? Because I got sick I'm doing what my ancestors and my forefathers have put into my blood already, and that is Tillamore. Irish whiskey. It's, uh, it is it is the Irish flu shot. Um <laughs> uh it, it's I don't have a beer chaser today, friends, so I'm sorry. I uh oh. I need I need to just I need to just do what's right, do what the doctors said and just get a little bit drunk on whiskey and zafkas, just fill you full so. of dew. Tell them what to do. Uh, it's oh, you full of do. It is triple distilled and ready for my gullet. Oh, geez, sister of
2: citrus. Exactly. What are you drinking? Sister of citrus? Yeah. Oh,
1: sister citrus.
2: I
0: just love that nickname. I just. Oh, okay. Just love
1: sister so Christian. Is that me?
2: That's, <laughs> yeah, that's me. You. It's got to be because yeah, <laughs> yeah this C- only three. I'm the that. third turd. Yeah, you're yeah. sister citrus. Um So Salt I'm t- drinking something <laughs> different here. <laughs> okay. I've got blue note. Juke joint whiskey out of memphis a buddy of mine Whoa. brought Ooh. this over this weekend oh nice yeah it's it's memphis whiskey and uh
1: what does that taste like
2: deliciousness
1: what is the difference yeah. between yeah, the memphis whiskey? Um,
2: i mean it's still a bourbon um so like it's it's still bourbon but it's uh like really mellow really easy drinking it's it's tasty stuff
1: is it Asterisk. more sweet, kind of, like Jack? You know, like Jack's the Tennessee whiskey. Let me, Jack's a little different than bourbon. Please hold.
2: Let me, please, let me, please let hold me take a, me a, little, a little little, sip, and yeah. I'll tell, tell you. Tell me. <laughs> Get
1: that wow. mic real close.
2: There we go. Yeah, should I shake the ice in it a some little bit? Egg, some, there it is. what is it
1: called, ASMR or whatever? Just like that Buick. Buick. No, not Buick. uh Bentley.
2: what a beautiful word uh fantastic yeah no i mean it's still bourbon so it's not like jack daniels like it's it's more of just like a straight up bourbon um but yeah it is it is pretty light kind of a little little sweeter but uh yeah just just kind of a an easy sipper Lovely. I'm bringing us home with
0: Rieger Whiskey. Great. Someone's drinking local. Way to go, McCoy. Uh, my favorite distillery, but also they just came out with their Christmas label that they do every year that I collect. They just came out with it today, and I could not be more excited to consume it and maybe buy it for you fellas that I love so much. We will drink it. Done. A lot happened last week in the old NFL. Overreactions to week eight. San Fran drops a third straight, which is huge. Shoot. Brock Purdy yeah. did play. I think we talked about last week. He may. He was in concussion protocol. Kansas City finally lost after three thousand days to the Donkeys, That's but they they good. also did not look good while losing. They did everything no, they, they possibly like could. To, you
1: know, Chris, we 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 missed out on a golden opportunity here to just start dogging on him. And we just, I
2: mean, should we should we do all of the things that uh, hadn't happened yet? The last time Kansas City. <laughs> Beat the Broncos, you know, like uh, Dude, Josh McDaniels more... was still employed. <laughs> Caleb Williams was the odds-on favorite to win the Heisman. That's the fair. House of Republicans didn't even have a leader yet. <laughs> I mean, basically ancient times.
1: <laughs> that is, uh...
0: It was maybe the – or I guess I should finish yeah. what we're saying. Jets hanging on. Uh, Rodgers might fucking come back and play football this, this year. This. Seriously. He's a freak. They're just holding on for dear life. The trade deadline happened. The Bengals and Bills play this week. The Jets, or uh, I'm sorry, the Eagles and Cowboys Cowboys. play this week. There's a lot of big games. Overreactions from week eight. Dolphins, Chiefs in Germany, the first Germany game. In Germany. Week eight going into week nine. Just overall thoughts. I thought I'd just
2: leave a little more open for you guys. Joey, take it away. I want to hear what Um, you think.
1: Overall thoughts is I, I am very, very concerned about the 49ers. Uh, they were they were the absolute powerhouse. My pick to make the Super Bowl, I picked them to and as well. Uh, I picked them to lose the Super Bowl to the Bengals, actually, or a preseason pick. And that's when I had Joe Burrow as my MVP. Joe Burrow looked really good this last week, though. So we'll see. Let's see what happens with that. Uh, three consecutive losses for any team is alarming but especially when you were five and0 when those uh or what it, isn't that right They were five and0 yep. when those 5-3. losses started yeah you know that's um that's 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 bad now Brock Purdy if he wasn't concussed you know then what was the issue and what has been the issue christian McCaffrey has is is just set or did he set the record or tie the record for the most consecutive weeks for the touchdown at 17. I mean, that is absolutely insane. So it's obviously not his problem. Uh Debo Samuel has proven to be a really, really big deal for that offense. You know, he's been out. Uh, George Kittle is seemingly like either the most dominant player on the field or completely non existent. He's vanished. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't understand now. They just pulled off one of the most ridiculous trades I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. We'll see if this pays off for them. I think it's good for Chase Young to get the hell out of Washington, <laughs> even though, you know, it's a, yeah, Dan Snyder's gone, thank God. But Washington is still a train wreck right now, and they're proving that. But Chase, Chase Young going to the 49ers for a third round pick. What? Yeah, that's a steal. That's a steal in half. What? Is this pulling a Ram- John Lynch is pulling the Rams here, and yeah, he's working on his machine trading all of his draft picks and just like, I need players. I need commodities now, now think about Joe uh, Nick Bosa and chase young coming off the edges. Holy hell. I know, I know, you know, that was the actual duo in college, which is amazing. But uh, that's just uh that's going to be incredible. So we'll see if they can turn it around, but that's my big, big week eight takeaway besides the Broncos beating the chiefs. I, 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 I wanted to say so much about that, but at the same time.
2: Okay. Bronco said it for you. Yeah.
1: Bronco said it for me. Go ahead. Yeah. Guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> definitively. Yeah. I mean, honestly, how much were the chiefs just exposed of like force Patrick Mahomes to get it in the hands of all these unreliable wide receivers and just lock down Travis Kelsey and you give yourself a real legitimate shot. Like I was shocked when the Chiefs didn't go out and make some sort of big trade for a wide receiver one option. Seriously. Some sort of deep ball threat, some sort of consistent threat. Um yeah. I I think, you know, I, obviously I'm excited. Broncos win two in a row. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I'm you not count. gonna I'm not gonna light the world on fire about that but you know great to end that streak great to start developing some swagger going into the second half of the season but i mean cody i'd be curious to hear from you your opinion because i feel like the chiefs got exposed a little bit there as far as kind of here's a way to fluster them in in just a, a way that they can't respond
0: all right i'm gonna give the donkeys a little credit Because if you watch the first Bronco Chiefs game, obviously they figured something out. In the second half of that game, Mm -hmm. the score, the offense couldn't actually pick it up, but something they they had figured out, and they brought that to the second game.
1: Well, just stop Kelsey, stop the Chiefs. I mean, Kelsey still had like sixty
0: yards and handful. So it's like,
1: oh, but sixty yards is not that's not. But for any tight
0: end in the in the league, it's like that's yeah. We're not talking about any
2: tight end in the league. We're talking about. The role that he's played in the success that KC has enjoyed, and 60 right. yards would be middling at best for him.
1: Dude, people are not talking about quarterbacks as MVPs this year because no quarterback is really lighting the world on fire. Everyone's talking about like Travis Kelsey is getting like legitimate push for MVP. Tyreek Hill is getting legitimate push for MVP he right now. It's because, but think about. <laughs> I think Travis Kelsey should get legitimate like push for this. Like, think about. I'm not just saying that because it would just make all the Swifties happy. Because I don't think they'll be still be together by the end of the season. I I, I just I, I think Aww. it's because is that your over under is the is the
0: season. <laughs> well, you
1: know that didn't work for Jonathan Taylor. He's back and playing. You know, but uh, I just I I forgot about that. I was I mean, gonna. I keep forgetting to call you out that you. Yeah.
0: No, you that was say. that was
1: a really good. That was a really good. Really good. Okay, hold oh, on, hold on. On. Let let me, on.
0: Let me let me it's let me. pulpy. Uh, Yes. Good. Here's my thoughts. <laughs> the Chiefs did absolutely everything they possibly could do to lose a football game. And it was baffling. Like, I was laughing by the end of the game. Rasheed Rice has a, a ball in his hands. That if He he had he a rook, but he's our best receiver right now. A ball in his hands, he put his eyes up too quick. He would have had a touchdown. MVS fumbles just because he's lazy and doesn't realize someone's about to hit him. Uh, Sky Moore literally lets a touchdown in the fourth quarter go through his hands. Um, We're going to Germany this next week. Pat's sick. Like a million excuses. So, like, am I worried? Yes, but not as worried as I was. I was in a dark place Sunday because it looked bad, but, like, all the things. We, we seem so half-interested to be there that you have to assume that's we'll figure it out. And they have what one... it looked like. No, it is. 100% and...
1: what it looked like. They, they, they just – I know Mahomes was sick, and I think that's just it because you don't have his fire, and you don't have <clears> him <throat> running out there and, and just getting everything, everybody pumped up. But the entire team just looked like – I was going to say sick. that yeah. that ignores like, the other. Yeah, that ignores D
2: and special teams that also didn't show up and didn't. No, what so I'm it. saying, yeah. McCall
0: Hardman can't catch a punt. Like it was just so half interested, half clocked in. I think Pat was sicker than they let on until after the fact. They cut to Chris Jones, like on a knee on the field. He looked half asleep. Like, like it was I just. I mean, Broncos. it was all coaching. The Broncos did what they needed to do to win, but the Chiefs also did everything they possibly could to lose. So I, I'm nervous they're going to end up six and three. Because they play Miami, and they play the Eagles after the bye. So if they don't figure it out, this this is the point the schedule they're going to get exploded. explode. Hey, with
1: how the AFC West is looking right now, they'll be totally fine at 6-3. But the Broncos
0: Uh, figured something out. Russ, it's pretty much...
1: The Broncos might have figured something out here, dude. Run it three
0: times, pass it once, and then Russ, don't (laughs) fuck it up is pretty much the name of the
1: game. That's it, dude. No, that's what it is. That's it. That was it. What what were you saying the other day when you were over at my house? Just like... Run at the middle, check it down... Right at yeah, the middle. Check Just it out.
2: Just don't up. mess it up. That's all, I mean, it, I mean it, it, the people are frustrated. The because chunk, chunk,
0: That's it. Yeah, that's it. People are frustrated because Russ is getting paid to do more than that. But in reality, if that's your formula to win, that's going to be it. So that's I saw a, it coming. I boy, talked actually. to multiple people about it. I think uh, the 49ers should be worried that Brock Purdy is not going to win you a game. And we've talked about that on this very episode, on this very show. So,
1: yep. That's why we were saying, even how good he was. You all playing. thought I was, I was like, talking shit. I was like, maybe it's it McCaffrey. But, oh, Kirk Cousins, though. That's a big loss, too. Oh, Kirk yeah, Cousins, that's heartbreaker. That, Let's that's hold that for
0: squeeze because we may have something about oh. that. Oh. Oh. Oh, 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 no. No. Oh. Chris, <laughs> squeeze Kirk. Yes. Yeah. Chris, I think you had a beat on this one. Michigan paused the hardball extension initially, and now they're moving to expedite it. Uh, Big cheating scandal that we talked about last week. What do you know, reporter Chris?
2: It's interesting because there's, I mean, obviously this is just rumor mill swirling, but this is all coming from like legitimate news sources. And so I don't know how staunch their sources are within Michigan. uh, The report came out, what was that? I think Sunday, Monday, something like that. Um, saying that uh, Michigan had paused their contract extension discussion with Harbaugh. Um, They were going to wait and kind of see what this ongoing investigation winds up doing uh, before they revisit that and blah, blah,
1: blah, blah, blah. So um, Harbaugh the lifetime contract that they were going to offer yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's rethink it that. It may not work. <laughs> let's rethink yeah. That
2: well, and, and like, then you're
1: into it. Yeah.
2: And then of course, Michigan circles the wagons once that gets released and then it leaks the next day. No, that's not the case. Like we just kind of cooled down for just a moment to let the facts come out. Uh, but we are trying to expedite the process and, in getting his contract extension, which reading the tea leaves is an opportunity to try and get him to not leave for the NFL, but also drop in some more clear verbiage on if your conduct or the conduct of your coaching staff winds up creating NCAA violations that impact or harm this school, then with cause, adios, no money for you. Um, And so it's it's all rumor mill. It's all you know. This is this is just the flavor of the week, kind of swirling around. I think that this is still as big of a story as it has been. Um, It'll be interesting to see if somehow Harbaugh manages to keep himself unscathed, or if he jumps ship uh, before it went, you know, before the fire reaches his door, a la Urban Meyer. Every single time he's left a job outside of Jacksonville. (laughs) Pete Carroll. No, no, heart
1: conditions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Heart conditions. I need to retire. One year later, my heart's better. I just need to step away for a little bit. You know. My my it, it, it's angina. It's my angina. Alright, and to finish up, boys,
0: Colorado dropped another L. Are they even gonna make a bowl? We gotta we gotta touch on this real quick. Coach Prime. He's calling his, uh, what, his O-line out that he's going to go get some other guys. Yeah, his
2: O-line <laughs> that he relies on to keep his son alive. He's going, yeah, you guys are shit. I'm replacing you this offseason.
1: How's yeah, like, that going to motivate them to play well the rest of the Exactly. Year.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, I, I get it. They, he's not wrong. They're shit, but, like,
1: yeah, and not also
2: good. how much – do you get an opportunity as a coach to just keep blaming your players week in, week out for your failings as a coach Dude, and still expect the line out the door of people wanting to come play for you? I don't uh, know so, what
1: you're talking about, bro. It's the offensive line's fault They let up 46 points to Stanford. All right? I, I got Dion yeah. on this. That's the <laughs> offensive line's fault uh, against the team that hasn't scored 40 since Andrew Luck. I mean it's just like you've got to be kidding. It
2: was a hell of a statue. So so check this. So so this weekend, this weekend they host Oregon State. (laughs) Next weekend they host Arizona. Then they're at Washington State, then at Utah. They've got to pull two games out of that remaining schedule. Arizona, sure, maybe, probably. I mean, that's that's their best opportunity. But then after that, Oregon State, Washington State, Utah, who do they go and knock out? uh that they will be on paper underdogs too. I don't see it.
1: Dude, you know what their over-under was for the season? Three and a half. They're
2: Still sitting, they're, Vegas they're sitting, wins. They're dude. sitting
1: at four and four right now, dude. They're sitting at four and four. And so they could finish this season four and eight. You know, they really can. And uh Good. I don't yeah. <laughs> I know I I think they'll I think they they'll lose this week to uh Oregon State. They'll beat Arizona and then they'll lose the last two. They'll finish five and seven. That'll do for the sports stop. If, I they, guess. if they decide to show up, they might beat Oregon State, but I doubt it. They're good. too the the Uga la Whatever the hell that guy's called. Cool. That guy. Yeah, that one. Ugala lately. Uh he's he's pretty good. And my favorite
2: is Coach Prime coming out this week saying I don't care about going to a bowl game. It's like, Oh, I'm sure you do really the, the guy who never misses any opportunity he possibly can to be on TV and in the spotlight. It doesn't care about going to a bowl game. Like he's just so full of shit that I think folks (laughs) are tired of it after, you know, they were a national darling to start this season. I don't know.
1: Thank you for that though. I got to go to game day. So thank you for being a national. I I remember remember people talking about like, oh, are they,
2: are they dark horse CFP contender, Travis Hunter, Shadur Sanders? Like, are they in the running for Heisman? Like people were ready to back that team and, and call them the resurgence of what TCU accomplished the previous year. And now here we are where they're legit staring down the barrel of a losing season. Again, obviously it's better than last season. How comparable is that when you go and mix your entire roster and bring in a whole new roster? Like, who cares what previous iterations of Colorado have done? It's it's irrelevant because there's four people that were still in in you know lining up for Colorado. Yeah.
0: That'll do it for the sports talk. Music
1: break. Music break.
0: Guys, we're moving along. uh, Squeeze of the Week. Uh, The three morons don't have anything this week, but just let everyone know, Squeeze of the Week is our most outlandish takes. We do have a reader uh, submit. A reader? No one reads. Who reads? Whoa. A listener submitted by... There we go. We found
2: it eventually.
0: Yes. Uh, This is from Nathan. I know Nathan. Good pal from back in the day. Baseball teammate of mine. He, uh, unfortunately, this is a little mistimed. Five days ago, after last week's episode... He says, Juice, boys, I don't know how outlandish this take might be, but I think the Vikings will win the AFC North this year.
2: Uh,
0: Lions are falling apart. uh, The Vikings are clicking at the right time. The Packers and Bears are both train wrecks. The two Lions versus Vikings matchups in December will decide the divisions. The division, the Vikings take them both. Thoughts?
2: Thanks, Nathan from Colorado. Oh, oh Nathan, Nathan, I'm I so, so sorry. Five days ago. Hey, hey you know that what? That five
1: days ago, but
2: Nathan is a big Josh Dobbs fan, and I respect <laughs> him for it. Josh Dobbs <laughs> is there now to bail them out, and I can't wait. Dude, Arizona traded
1: him. They were like, he's playing, he's trying too hard. We have to get rid of him. And Josh Dobbs is trying too hard. We can't win games. What are we doing? You know, but what? Are they, what, what is Arizona going to do when, uh, Kyler gets back.
2: When Murray winds up getting injured again, no doubtably, like I, I have no idea. Oh, like no. they're going to continue the tank is what they're going to do.
1: So, so Nathan, I, I, I like the Vikings. I do. I'm a big Kirk Cousins guy. Watching quarterback on Netflix. Come on, Netflix listen to this and give us a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, you, you whore. Yeah. yeah let's go, let's go Netflix, but that was a great show. And watching, we're watching, cheap. We're watching cheap. Kirk cousins. I became a huge Kirk cousins fan from watching uh quarterback. Uh, he was a good real dude. Good guy. He went to a twins playoff game and no one even knew he was there. <laughs> no one gave a shit or did, or didn't talk to him, whatever. I don't know, but either that or Minnesota people are that cool. But, uh, I'm disappointed that that happened to him, and I think I I think that they were onto something. They were rolling, and when Je- Jefferson came back, they were going to be on fire because this kid Addison is amazing. Yeah, he is awesome. He's fun to watch. Hawkinson is, is 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 starting to live up to that massive contract that they gave him. I think Josh Dobbs is going to go in there and play his ass off. They have weapons. You know, we'll see what. Oh, happens. are you taking?
0: You're you're sifting through and agree? Agree?
1: Uh, of me? course, I'm not agreeing because the lions are the lions are awesome, and so it's just they're not gonna. That's not gonna happen. But um, the lions are not. They, the lions were fading off, then They just beat the Raiders, so it's uh, there you
2: beat go. the hell out of the Raiders. The Vikings yeah, have also
0: the sixth hardest schedule, and Josh Dobbs is their quarterback. So I
1: yeah. like Josh Dobbs. I do. Yeah, I, like I think
2: I think rewind to. Uh, you know, if we were discussing this Five take days on ago. <laughs> Saturday, yeah, if we were talking about this on Saturday, I liked it. I think I'd have think been, there was I'd been inclined to... to agree. Like, yeah, like I, I can't say for sure. Like, I, I think I would have said that uh, I expect the Lions to bounce back against the Raiders. That was actually part of my take last week. And so I think it would have more so been. It'll be great to watch the Lions and the Vikings kind of battle it out because I do believe that, yeah, Lions were starting to get their stuff figured out. They were starting to click, and then you start adding back in Jefferson, and they really had a great-looking top end, but it just, yep, yeah, lost its steam. And so now Josh Dobbs, hooray. <laughs> hooray. Thanks, Nathan, for sending that I hope you're doing well, buddy. Long time no chat, but that's
0: really cool Is that our podcast – able to connect stuff like that so thanks for sending yeah. that in if uh people want to send in their squeezes joe
1: how do they do so well just like our friend listener nathan our new friend
2: was <laughs> who <Nathan laughs> we nathan do need new to two of us new yeah, to two of us
1: yeah our two-thirds new friend <laughs> other new friends you can submit your most outlandish sports take by emailing us at juiceboyshow at gmail.com for the fourth time this episode. <laughs> Juiceboyshow at gmail.com. Or send us a DM. Cody. Do we need DMs, yeah?
0: Yes, Dell actually what? sent one in. But oh, it was uh, it's for a future potato. Oh, okay, okay, okay. My boy Dell. Your boy Dell. So one was Our potato our potato today is actually from a, a listener, so
1: Oh my God! So keep those DMs coming. Thank you, listeners. Yeah, send us more DMs on Instagram at (laughs) Chris Boy Show. (laughs) And if it has the pulp, I'll sift it. Then we will read it on the show. Chris, (laughs) Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hi, Chris. Yes, sir. Who's sponsoring today's show?
2: Oh, well, today's show is brought to you by the Gruden Grinder and McDaniels McDouble Combo Meal, <laughs> <laughs> which is being Excellent. discontinued at Allegiant Stadium. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. After, after five years and countless DIY haircuts, Chef Mark <laughs> Dave has decided it is time for Raiders fandom to have a fresh new take on their same old shit sandwiches. (laughs) He promises the next menu special will be his best ever, but you can Mm -hmm. take advantage of this final opportunity to bask in the deliciousness of the Gruden Grinder and McDaniels McDouble combo meal for the low price of $40 million over the next four years. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's all. (laughs) Okay. That's all. Uh, yeah, so come one and come all to enjoy the Gruden Grinder and McDaniels McDouble Combo Meal one last time and check out what Chef Mark Davis has cooking up for you in his dumpster fire next.
1: Excellent. It's <laughs> a
2: hell Excellent. of a sponsor.
1: The the Raiders are the only team I think I've ever heard of that are currently paying three head coaches.
0: Jeez. And they're
1: paying them a shit ton of money. John Cruden is still getting paid ten million
2: dollars. His is and undisclosed. They they settled out of court after the whole oh, debacle. Because I I came up with that forty million dollars because that's the estimate that kept popping up. But there's not hard numbers on how much they owe the two of them. Yeah.
0: Let's uh let's quickly right. hit a uh,
2: this week in sports history, shall we? A
0: little let's tribute for you guys. 1959 is the year. What player scored five tuddies? Against the Baltimore Colts at Memorial Stadium in
2: 1959. Oh my God, I have I haven't even have a guess.
1: All right, well, this is around the time of Jim Brown. Might be a little bit before. Eh, might be a little bit before. Nah, I think it is. I think it's like right at the like the start of his dominance. Um, I think uh, Gail Sayers was after this. I think Gail Sayers was the 60s. Um, it could be Frank Gifford. Uh, I need I need Chris to have a guess. Okay, sorry.
2: Oh, uh, I need I need to hear what comes out of your mouth, right? Great. Uh, Let's go with uh, my my classic response of Frank Gifford. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) obviously that's that's who first came to mind. It's your go-to. I'm gonna trust my instinct on this one uh, because that's that's right where my mind went immediately. Because obviously I know a lot of people who played in the NFL in the 1950s. Frankie is not it. No, Joey, bring us home. What do you got? Good guess, though, Chris. Dang. Oh, hey, thanks. Thanks. Um, I I really crushed that.
1: uh, You know what? Let's go with my boy, Mike Ditka. Wasn't he a tight end? Yeah. Five tutties for a tight end. Oh. Jim
0: Brown, Joe. Go with your gut. I know. I
1: had it. Wasn't
0: Jim Brown's rookie year like the most insane of his years, dude? Yeah. yeah. His
1: dominance was day one. Damn it. I had it. I thought we were going to try to go something funny with Ditka. (laughs) Ditka. Bears. Polish sausage. Sausage. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. <Yeah>. Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah. oh, like a heart attack. <laughs> so what is that? That makes a baker's dozen for me.
2: <laughs> I love that skit so
1: much.
0: Oh, let's jump uh, into the big potato. Now, we haven't explained this in a while. This is our big topic of the day that I pitched as the big tot, like T-O-T, yep. topic of the day, to be creative. And then it somehow
2: became a potato. It, it became a potato. I we like, all like starch. I like, I like potato Graduated potatoes. into a full potato, not just we, a potato.
1: My last name is Linehan. I like potatoes.
0: Yeah, we are pro-starch in this unit of I'm going to change people, my so. last name to Linehan because I also like potatoes. Yes. Oh, boy, do I love them. Uh, the big potato of today is, oh, this is a listener one. I got to get who sent this in. This is a big potato submitted by listener Trent from New Ulm, Minnesota. Ooh. My boy? Trent. My Welcome boy to Trent the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sending. this is all you big guy. I was curious who would be your picks for the most arrogant and egotistical athletes. Also, was their arrogance justified or did it make them a villain in their sport? Oh, I love the participation we're getting on the show,
1: guys. This is, so this is this is a
2: great one. What Thank you, fan- Trent. Dude, what a fantastic one! A plus for for Trent from New Ulm. Oh, also he he
0: sent more stuff. I should probably say. Hey, my name is Trent. I've been a juice junkie, (laughs) juice junkie since my first juice junkie. (laughs) What is this? Oh, I had Joey as a teacher and football coach in middle school. Uh, a few years ago. This I'm is so, my I'm sorry. boy,
1: Trent. This is my boy.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, Trent. His IQ must be just Trent in oh. the shitter.
1: Oh, dude. Oh, man. I had him in my good years of teaching. So <laughs> oh, oh, this really... is before the
2: concussions.
1: That, yeah. I, no joke. That really was. Yeah, that really was. Yeah. He
0: says he was always a blast to be around, referring to Joe. So when I heard he was going to be co-hosting a podcast, I knew this shit was going to be epic. Not house? to mention Joey's oh. parent, absolutely phenomenal people. Shout out to Big Cat and Annie. Yeah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Trent. Trent just—I just love Trent already. Oh, we're hitting now. the Minnesota yeah. crowd. Trent, tell your friends. I can kick us off. Please kick do. You off. never
1: start. You kick us off. You never start. Well, I'm just gonna take
0: the obvious one because it's so insane. Muhammad Ali, folks. I oh. knew I should have let us off. I mean, jeez, oh. just—I mean, gotta be number the, one, right? The most arrogant. I mean. I would say if you ask any person on the street who the best boxer of all time is, they're going to say Muhammad Ali. But is he actually the
1: greatest boxer of all time?
0: Like he was defeated. Definitely. He was beaten.
1: Only five times in his t- entire career. There's people that have been undefeated. Oh, who? Floyd Mayweather? Yes. and Floyd Mayweather bitch. is a bitch. Floyd Mayweather is a bitch. <laughs> oh, and now he just keeps, he keeps on taking on these new people that aren't even real fighters just to pad his stads, pad his stads. Add <laughs> his stats and, and and just be better. No, God, no. Muhammad Ali fought in the in the like the best generation of heavyweight fighters we've ever seen, and uh, and he was fighting Sonny Liston, Joe Frazier, jo, uh, um, George Foreman, putting on the greatest fights we've we've ever seen. The biggest, I, I guess. Yeah, he he Hold was up, but he show.
0: was it uh, was all justified. I'm saying there's a debate on the greatest
2: boxer of all, but he is obviously He's a figure. More than, you can be as arrogant as you want to be. Yes. Are. here is just some quotes in, in an I individual sport.
1: First yes. round, first minute, Sonny Liston knockout, baby. Yes. Come on.
0: Here's some quotes from old Muhammad Ali. He's too ugly to be a world champ. Love that quote. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He, I'm the king of the world. Now that's arrogant. That's that's an ego. I'll beat him so bad he'll need a shoehorn to put on his hat. Put his hat on. Like He's just, if you even dream about beating me, you better wake up and apologize. Like, come on. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. I represent oh. the truth. I am America. I mean, damn, he just took it. I just
2: am America. Brushed
0: it. <laughs> and then his number one quote is, you're that ugly fella. That's just oh. straight to the point. <laughs> oh. it,
1: oh.
0: Yeah, okay. so go ahead and beat all that, boys. Muhammad Ali, my first choice.
1: My number one pick ever? It just changed after after Cody's because yeah, I, I was it, it, literally, it literally just did and my number one is going to be Larry Bird. All mm-hmm. right, Ooh, Larry, he did talk some trash. Larry Legend was the most epic and most savage trash talker like in the history of the NBA. Because you know why? You know why? Why, Joey? Why? Because he I... had to, He had to be. Oh, yeah. All right. Look, any at respect, head to be. Look at that man. There is no way in hell you would ever see this gangly, tall, white dude with the pencil mustache <laughs> as as one of the greatest players in NBA history. Just sidebar, real quick. Did you guys see that thing that was posted? To Reggie Miller and Dan Patrick's show, and they were asking, "Prime LeBron versus Prime Larry, who would you take?" And Did he, he say Larry? Said, Reggie took Larry. Wow. He said, "He said Prime." Prime Larry, Larry's MVP seasons, he said he, he was better than LeBron, and I'm like, oh, man. I think all the right. best Larry Bird story
0: I know is he was insulted that another team put a white guy on him.
1: I think that's the <laughs> greatest <story laughs> yeah. One of my favorite ones was against uh, Reggie Miller because Reggie Miller is also one of the best trash talkers of all time, especially with the choke against uh, uh, Spike, Spike Lee that was absolutely... And groin grab. When, when he scored, scored 11, scored 11, when he scored, scoyed. he scored 11 11 <laughs> points in eight seconds, in the cadden. <laughs> so now he scored 11 points in eight seconds, and did the choke to Spike. Spike Lee was also outstanding. But when he comes in, he he, he shows up, goes into Bird's face. Reggie was talking trash on him. He comes up to him st- while he's while he's shooting a free throw. Yells at him and says, "Rook, I'm the best effing shooter in the league. In the league, understand?" and you're up here trying to effing tell me something, went and dropped 30 points on him. So as just Larry Bird was an absolute legend. There was the, one of the best point best things I ever heard from my dad growing up was they were tied going in against the Lakers. Running in there, take, takes over the the uh, clipboard from the coach and just says, give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. The coach says, Larry, shut the fuck up. All right, here's the play. Give, give the ball to Larry. They go out there, Larry gets it, shoots it in Magic Johnson's eye, boom, game over. This, this guy went in there, got a, got an acceptance letter from Indiana State, said he didn't want to go because he wanted to stay home. His dad said, you're crazy, went, went, up, went, went back there, showed up at practice, played the entire Indiana State, State team in cowboy boots and jeans, and dropped 50. All right, this guy, that this, that was Larry Legend. That's what Plus the three-point
0: contest, not even removing his warm-up.
1: Epic. Epic. Chris,
0: what do you Fantastic. got? Beat, beat those two.
2: <laughs> I won't beat those two because those are two great picks, but I'm going Chad Ochocinco.
1: Oh, I dig.
2: <laughs> Love Chad Ochocinco. His quote is, there's three things in life that's certain. Death taxes and 85 will always be open. This is a man <laughs> who made a, a career out of his post-touchdown celebrations in a version of the NFL when where you were no longer allowed to do NFL celebrations. He's the
0: reason. He's probably the reason.
2: Yeah. Got- <laughs> he he was part because he had he had this just elaborate celebration always. Um, but a couple of his best were once upon a time he runs back to his own sideline and throws on a pre-made light brown jacket with hall of fame written in Sharpie <laughs> on the back of it or future hall of fame written on the back of it. Jesus. Another time he went and pulled out a sign that said NFL, please don't sign. Please don't find me again. Uh, the NFL was nice enough to find him uh ten thousand dollars <laughs> for that one. One time he uh ran over to a cheerleader on the sideline and proposed and then wrote I got you baby on the whiteboard once he got back to got back to his own sideline. So Chad Ochosinko, I mean just a man who football was just a means of getting himself attention. Like plain and simple, that's all he ever wanted was just the attention on him. And was it deserved
1: yeah. like he Absolutely. changed his name to Ocho Cinco. <laughs> that, that, that's just, that's insane. He changed his name legally to put it on the back of his uniform. It's fucking hilarious. God, it's amazing. are made on all
0: cylinders. I love this one, Trent. Thanks yeah. for sending this one. <laughs> we might have to do a part two of this. Joe, I'm excited to see what you think of this one. I'm going to go Satchel Page for number two. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah, baby. I got a f- there's a Bobby. few things
0: going on here. One, he was born estimated July 7, 1906. We cannot, we, <laughs> we cannot confirm that information. <laughs>
1: this guy was such a badass, man. He's son of a slave. I mean, he's such a badass.
0: I, I encourage everyone oh. to go research uh, Satchel Page. He's pretty much Bob Gibson before Bob Gibson. He he spent most of his time in the Negro Leagues, and he had like an all-star team that he would travel around, kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters of the time. Exactly. It and was, he would yeah. pitch the entire game. Some info. Dominated he,
1: major leaguers. Oh, he, d- he was, yeah. He said to strike out. He was said to strike out Babe Ruth on three pitches. Yeah, and I mean, he the probably guy told was, the him. I was an absolute, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So in uh, three years with his Pittsburgh team, Pittsburgh Crawfords, he was paid $200 a month. He posted 105 wins, 37 losses. That's an average of 35 and 12 per year as a pitcher, which is insane. Oh, he has a quote saying, one day I pitched a no-hitter for the Crawfords against the Homestead Grays. I remember every time I got someone out, firecracker went off. Those firecrackers were popping when I was leaving the park. I hopped in my car, drove to Chicago. I got there in time to beat Ted Trent and the Chicago Giants 1-0 in 12 innings in the same day.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) He also, there's plenty of stories of him telling you exactly what he was going to pitch to the batter. I think the story I've sent to Joe and Chris was, uh, rookie Willie Mays had to pitch against Satchel Page And Satchel Page told him every time that he told him he was going to f- throw three fastballs at him and he was going to swing and miss at all three. And Willie Mays swung and missed at all three. And then the last part of it is how cocky do you have to be? He retired. His rookie year in the MLB was at f- age 42. That was his rookie year.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's dude. what I'm saying. Everyone needs to look him up because he, he, he was just before his time. He, came, he retired at age 47. In 1965, at age 59, the dude came back and threw three shutout innings. I mean, come <laughs> on! Like, what are we? Like, what kind of ego do you have to have to think, like, talk to your wife, like, "eh? Do you think I can go out there and throw an inning?" And then he throws three. <laughs> come
1: on. That's dude. Satchel right. Page. Look him up. Satchel Page. That's I. Uh, I love that pick for so many reasons, and it's be, like I have become a huge. Negro league historian in the past few years, because they're actually paying attention to it and actually going back and doing the research and, 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 and compositing data. And you're finding out that players like Satchel page and Josh Gibson Mm -hmm. might be the best players we've ever seen. and might put players like Ruth and Gehrig and uh, Whitey Ford and Walter Johnson, like to shame. Dude, like these guys were outstanding. Some people say that Josh Gibson might have hit 800 home runs.
0: I mean, it's just, like, what? Joe DiMaggio just, called Page the best and fastest pitcher he's ever faced. And that was a 42 year old Satchel Page. <laughs> Satchel Page was the guy telling you what he was going to throw. He threw it and he still didn't hit it. So,
1: oh, dude, Satchel Page reminds me uh, Satchel Page is what made Bob Gibson, Bob Gibson. You know, because like he, Bob Gibson grew up hearing the stories of Satchel Paige, and Bob Gibson became Satchel Paige. Do you ever hear the story of Bob Gibson's last at bat? Sorry, the last person he pitched to. No, Did you hear that story. His nope. name was Pete LeCocq. <laughs> All right, well, that, that is not a that's, joke. That's Mister right.
2: Lecoq, do you? Yeah,
1: Pete LeCocq. All right, and so
2: not to be c- confused with Pat LeCocq. Bob
1: Gibson ended his career. <laughs> that's his father. <laughs> Bob Gibson ended his career giving up a grand slam to Pete LeCocq. All All right. Yeah. Years, years, years later. Years later. Yes, I've heard this. In an old-timers game, Bob Gibson's on the mound. Pete LeCocq comes up. That's what he does?
0: Tell him. Beans him. Then he beamed the shit out. Beans him. Just
1: freaking (laughs) beans him. Just right then. And then he just said, I've been waiting years to do that uh, as the cock <laughs> was going down to first base. Oh, but, um, Lordy. Great pick. Oh, so I love this one. Joe, who's number bad, two? Bad my number two is one of my most hated players in NFL history, but also argu- uh, in, in, inarguably one of the greatest players in NFL history. And it's the one and only Terrell Owens. I've Ooh. freaking hated Terrell Owens guy, because all he did was trash talk, but all he did was score freaking touchdowns. Right. And I remember just when when he was a 49er and going out there and and dancing on the star, not once, but twice. And then after the first time, Emmett runs out there after Emmett scores and he goes down and puts down the football. Then TO scores again because that's what he was talking about. A dude who backed it up. He backed it up. He scored twice in that game. Goes to run out there, and then uh, their their safety. Oh, I can't I remember his name. He played for them forever. Just runs out there and blows him up on, on, on the star. All right, this is the guy that um, get your
0: popcorn ready. Was,
1: get your popcorn ready. I was just gonna say that. Like this guy, he was when he was a free agent, was out doing um, workouts in in his uh, in his in, driveway, in his, right driveway just trying to get the attention of everybody saying I'll play for anyone I'll do it yeah and he would and he did you know and this is a guy that after talking trash the dude had 20 catches okay and, and 283 yards in one game okay Jeez. and guess and guess what that game was Ow. Jerry Rice's last game as a 49er ooh guess what I'm going to do put up 20 catches 283 yards in your well, face yeah. kindly leave all right He shows up. This guy talked so much trash the entire year of when he was a Phil, when he was an Eagle, broke his leg in the last game of the season. What did he do? Shows up in the Super Bowl, has nine catches and 115 yards on a broken leg. They lost to the Patriots, but he still had nine catches and over 100 yards.
2: Oh, I love it. I got to go. I got to go Shannon Sharp for my second pick. And Shannon Sharp. Due to the shit talk of one single situation, and I imagine you both probably know which situation: Broncos playing the Chiefs.
1: Oh, I thought it was be the Pats. Oh, okay. I do know I think I thought
2: you talked about and the Chiefs. Um, in 1998, and the Chiefs wind up basically giving a nice, easy touchdown drive down the field with five unsportsmanlike conducts. Three of which were committed by none other than Derek Thomas, legend. <laughs>
1: oh God, he was.
2: awesome. And the reason that old Derek was having a difficult time being sportsmanlike was because Shannon Sharp, someone he personally knew, someone that they both considered one another like, not close, but like you know acquaintances, buddies, whatever. Not on the
1: field. Not on. The- not
2: on the field because old Shannon had learned Derek's girlfriend's phone number and made oh. sure that lined up where it could hear him reciting his girlfriend's phone number over and over and over again.
1: And this is back before you saved it in smartphones. You actually had to remember. Numbers. He had to know yeah, it. Yeah. He, he had to put some work yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. He
2: had to go like, this was, this was like devious planning to go learn the number memorize the number, and then wait for just that one moment to just start shouting it out loud and just send him into a (laughs) tailspin of such an epic proportion that after the game, he had to release an apology, and the owner of the Chiefs released a statement saying that they were going to reevaluate his position on the team and as one of their team's leaders.
1: I think I think that's, I think that's absolutely incredible.
2: Shannon Sharp, one of the most prolific shit talkers of all time. Did he back it up? Yeah. Was that over the line? Most definitely. Even <laughs> Shannon Sharp has come out and been like, "Yeah." That kind of that kind of destroyed our friendship. He kind of never forgave me for that. That was probably Ooh, that's a tough theory. one. Yeah.
1: That's, <laughs> that's that, that, that that's rough. I loved Shannon Sharp when he was. On NFL films, put, pick up the self the, the the phone, saying, "Mr. President, the president, yeah, we gotta got bring in the national guard. You gotta bring in the army, cause we're killing the Patriots." <laughs> uh, it was just, uh, yeah, he was he was awesome. Oh, uh, what a what guys, a potato! That was fun. That was fun. Oh, you, know, that you, are, you guys, you talking about? They remind me of Larry Larry Legend doing the doing. You're doing the same thing, just whispering in the guy's ears, saying, "I'm gonna go right, I'm gonna go left, I'm gonna catch his pass, I'm gonna shoot it." And he's gonna drain it. And it's just like, could you imagine having that confidence and just being able? Or to the Michael Jordan
0: story of counting backwards.
1: Or shooting a free throw blind. A blind. Yeah, but you know, to count backwards
0: like... from forty, you scored. You're like thirty-eight, oh, and Man, then he oh, scored again, thirty-six. In your ear. <laughs> in your ear. Oh my gosh. Like, can you? I mean, Michael Jordan is an easy one. We could talk about that all day. But
1: well, and then that, that, that goes on. Yeah,
0: like. that's a whole. That, that, that oh. should be.
1: That's fighting in the Coliseum. Joey reading shit. All right, listener, after what might have been our most fun potato ever, (laughs) our most starchy potato, our (laughs) most delectable potato. Ooh, remember,
2: delectable even.
1: You can now listen and continue to listen to the show (laughs) on all major podcast networks, including Spotify, Apple. And now YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. If you're enjoying the show, please consider following and rating the show. Leave us a review if you listen through Apple. And we encourage you to follow or subscribe or watch or tell your 11, 12, 13-year-old nephew like me, what's up, Brian? Watch (laughs) it on the YouTube channel. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about the podcast. I didn't finish that sentence. (laughs) You can now follow us on Instagram at Juice Boy's show as well. Cody, back to you, my friend.
0: That just about does it. Chris, who is sponsoring our picks this week and our new Wheel of
2: Degeneracy? Degeneracy. We don't need to get in front of ourselves here.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Sorry. 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 sorry, Because
2: today's picks are brought to you by your drunk uncle at the holidays. That's
1: me. me.
2: That's all of us us. now. Oh, that is all of us. Hello, dear juicers. It's me, your drunk uncle at the holidays. And I'm so happy to get to see you soon. Now, I'm very disappointed you haven't returned any of my phone calls or (laughs) hilarious texts since last year's holiday season. But we can put all that behind us now because I get to be with you in person again. And I'm so excited to tell you that not only have I figured out geopolitics and our national economy, (laughs) I figured out exactly what you need to do with your life. And I can't wait to forcefully tell you all about it when I inevitably corner you in a room you snuck into for just one single solitary moment of peace. So you you had better pour yourself a stiff drink, because I'm going to make sure this is my favorite holiday season yet. Your drunk uncle at the holidays, here to remind you why that cross country move was so critical each and every holiday season.
1: Nice. That
0: one hits home. That's a. It's, it's,
1: it's, that that is, is
0: all
2: of us. All right.
0: Well, we are wrapping up with picks.
2: Chris, how did we do last week? Who's picking first? Okay. So, fellas, we did better last week than uh, than the previous. Well, Ooh. yeah, Joey, you didn't do so great. So, well, Joey.
1: Half a point, Chris. It went one
2: and two. That's consistency. That's the same week. Juice Boy McCoy went two and one. I (sighs) went two and one. Um, So I'm still in last place for the season, eight and 12. Joey's just behind me at nine and 11 and one. I'm eight, 12 and one. Joey's nine, 11 and one. And Juice Boy McCoy, the only person who's not in a legal gambling state, Uh, 12, eight and one, really, really hammering at home. Joey gets to suck a bag of dicks today. He sure does. see
1: what does in a bag of dicks looks like?
2: <laughs> just a bag of dicks.
1: You know, just, I want to. Like, everybody says suck a bag of dicks. I like what pre. Everybody says that to you. Pre- <laughs> pre- present. Let's see this bag of dicks. <laughs>
0: bag of dicks. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I get the first pick. I'm gonna go. The under on the Giants Raiders game, 37.5. I don't even care Shit. if Daniel Jones is playing because they don't score touchdowns. The Raiders bench Jimmy G. Oh. I don't even know if that mattered. So they're playing some tubby guy who's a rookie. They have a new interim coach who's the linebackers' coach. There ain't going to be a Antonio lot of points Pierce. in that game.
1: You remember- oh, that's right. From the Giants. From the Giants. He's a badass. Yes. They I'm are not, not going like, to score a lot. I wanted to take that pick, you asshole. But good pick. Take,
0: take that bag of
2: dicks and suck it. So present, that means
1: present. That
2: means Chris is up next. It do. Um, so my my two and one came on the back of me doing the anti-Chris again. So I'm going to stick with Anti-Christ? that.
1: Anti-Christ? What okay. the hell did you just say?
2: The anti-Chris. I'm, I'm going with the opposite of what I think is oh, going to happen. The old, the old saying, Costanza method. The old Costanza, yep. yep. Yeah, oh. the Costanza method. So my first pick, I had CSU at Wyoming under 41. <gasps> no. I'm going over there.
1: No. No,
2: you're not. Joey's going to burst a blood vessel. Uh, Joey is is uh, clearing his bowels.
1: Well, the Irish flu shot has been working, if you cannot tell, and now I'm just angry.
2: Oh, oh, that is, that is typically what happens to Irish yeah. people after drinking too many Irish flu shots. That's right. Joey, you're bringing up the rear end.
0: You're the third turd in this segment. Yeah.
1: Damn, you son of a guns. All right. I'm taking Washington minus three over USC. I think that that should be that should be something that's just in the bag. Like, why is that? My, why is it only three points? I'm still gotta think of what's my, what's gonna be my big one for this week. But I'm taking this one right now for my my safe pick: Washington minus three versus USC.
0: Joey, there's another under you should have taken, and I'm gonna take.
1: No, I'm still waiting.
0: I'm taking the Vikings Falcons under 37 and no. a half <laughs> because. I'm assuming Dobbs is not playing this week, so God knows the guy playing quarterback for the Vikings. Uh, Ritter got benched for Tyler Heineke. I just don't see a lot of points. I don't see a lot of points being scored in that game. I might drive to Kansas just to place those two bets. Damn.
2: All right, so McCoy, I actually, uh, I'm doing the Costanza, so I I had your Chiefs beating the Dolphins and covering that one-and-a-half-point spread, Uh, so that means I've got Dolphins plus one-and-a-half.
1: (gasps) Oh, You I don't feel not. good
2: about that game, so, I mean, I don't, yeah.
1: You did not, so now i got to rush pick another <laughs> NFL. Oh, Lordy. Okay.
2: Here we go, oh, rush Lordy. pick. Oh, Lordy. Oh, here we go, boys. All right. Oh,
1: here we go, rush pick. All right. Um.
2: <laughs> She's taken by the dew now.
1: It's taken in by the dew. I've been sick for the past four days, and I had a couple shots of dew. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. What are you do gonna it. do? We'll do I'm it take, then. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking my boys. I'm taking Joe Burrow. I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Bills. Straight up money line, baby. Let's go. Ooh. Yeah, the, the line's minus two. That's stupid. So I'll let's go. I'll take the two. All right, I mean, minus two. No, then. no, minus no, you're, you're
2: already you're already on the list.
1: <laughs> well, whatever.
2: For my
0: college pick, I'm gonna take uh, Notre Dame. I believe really? minus three over Clemson.
2: You know, I'm going to let down uh, Rhymes with Ike. Um, I had Wisconsin minus 9.5 at Indiana, uh, so that changes to Indiana plus (laughs)
0: 9.5.
1: Rhymes with Ike.
2: Sorry, Rhymes with Ike. I'll see you in mid-November.
1: This is the most hilariously low total score I've ever seen.
2: (laughs) Don't do it to us.
1: I'm doing the under. (laughs) I'm doing the under, baby. Iowa, Northwestern, 30 and a half. I think this might be an Iowa like 13 to 3 oh, victory.
0: Oh, just disgusting.
1: Yeah. I'm taking Iowa under 30 and a half.
0: <sighs> Congratulations. Oh well, that's our picks. But before we end the show like normal, we have a new segment. that These three morons have been putting their brains together trying to – figure out how we can entertain you people a little more, we came up with, we've been hinting at it all night, the yeah. Wheel
2: of Degeneracy. Oh, Chris, take it away. So let's talk about Quickly this. Quickly right? explain right. it for oh, us. Yeah. After after our truly abysmal one one of nine showing last week, we decided that we needed to also go up against okay. random chance to just showcase what garbage betters we actually are. Um, and so the way that this is going to work, each juice boy is going to offer up one NFL game, one college game. We're going to spin a wheel and that's going to take those six games and select three of them at random. Then we're going to spin a wheel that has uh, the options of uh, home spread, away spread over under, and Joey takes a shot Oh uh, Jesus! It's gonna die. Okay.
1: Oh, I didn't know that was part of the game. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so, fingers crossed <laughs> for, hurt for a lot. Over
1: of- under, and I take a shot. Okay, well let's. Yeah. Uh, yeah a one in so, so six, we'll, one in so, six chance.
2: Yeah, one in, one in five. Twenty percent. Look at that math. There we go. Get you going? All right, Joey. Why don't since since you're running the risk of taking the shot, why don't you cue uh, the game show music? Could yeah, hit the game show music.
1: Chris or Joey, just got? give
2: us two random. Yeah, one college, one NFL game.
1: All right, college pick: of Ohio State at Rutgers. Okay. NFL pick: It's technically Miami at. Kansas City, but that's played in Joymany.
2: Joymany. I've heard good things about Joymany.
1: <laughs> Boy. <laughs> uh,
0: NFL game going to be where to go? Eagles, Cowboys. It is at Philadelphia. College game, I'm going to go Army, Air Force. I believe it's at Air
2: Force. Oh, oh, obviously. For college, we're going Louisiana Lafayette at Arkansas State.
1: Oh, obviously. <laughs> Obviously, no, I don't even know those things existed.
2: Let's go uh, Colts at, at Panthers. Dog shares. <laughs> <laughs> what a Jeez. dog, shit, what a dog, dog shit, anyway, bull. All right, so spin number 1. Our first pick is Let's go, Louisiana Lafayette at Arkansas State. Oh my
1: god.
2: <laughs> All right, spin again.
1: That's trash.
2: Ohio State at Rutgers.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> we got Dolphins at Chiefs.
1: Oh
2: Um, just when I. Okay. So I'll do that. Okay, now we're on to blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, All right, so now we're on to deciding whether we're doing an over, and under, the home spread, the away spread, or if Joey is going to take a shot. Let's find out. Oh, God. Let's find out what we're betting on for Louisiana Lafayette at Arkansas State. No shot, no shot, no shot, no shot, no shot, no shot. Away spread. So Cody, what's uh what's Louisiana Lafayette? Nine and a half point. Minus favorites. nine and a half. Bird. Yep. And now for Ohio State Rutgers. <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? Let's do a shot hey, here, Joe. Hey, that, that was that, here, that, that one
1: works in our favor.
2: Away spread again. Okay. What's what's Ohio State favored by against
1: Rutgers? Nineteen and a half. Ooh.
2: Boy. I like it. I
1: like it. Now
2: Dolphins Chiefs. Will they give Joey his shot? He's so thirsty.
1: No, no. No, I have the flu.
2: Home spread. But Joey, I want you to know it was it was a mere pixel away from oh. Joey takes a shot. Chiefs minus one and a half.
1: Oh my guys. Alright, so,
2: go so we're gonna Wheel go the of So really degeneracy, I just gave a 10, 10, and 1, so it's 50%. Uh, win rate to just bring it up to speed so we can actually compare and contrast for the rest of the season. I think you, you know.
1: made a better parlay than I can come up with, so thank you. You know what I can't come Beautiful. up with? What? The end of the show. A this better, a worse way to end the show. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right.
0: <laughs> 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 Gotta end on the wheel. <laughs> that'll be a fun segment. But that'll do. Episode 15 in the books. Happy Friday guest squeezer? Maybe showing our faces to the people? Who knows? We got a lot of ah, things wants. doing. I'm not ready. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the people, the people aren't. The people ready. are not ready for this. <laughs> the people
0: aren't ready. <laughs> That'll do it for us. Love, love, love. See you Bye-bye. next week. Love,
2: love.
1: Bye. second back next